Welcome, and on this episode, I will be discussing relationship green flags. We hear about red flags all the time, but, but it is also important to know the things that are working so that you can feel confident in the relationship that you are building or the relationship that you are in or the relationship that you anticipate or plan to have in the future. So if you're with it, stay tuned. Hi, and thank you for joining Dating While Black's radio podcast. Dating While Black was created to open real dialogue between the sexes in hopes that it will foster positive exchange and help cultivate our communities. The radio segments will address issues that relates to the world, our communities, relationships, and everything in between. So sit back, relax, And we hope you enjoy this segment. There's so much negativity out there when it comes to just dating advice in general. It's what to look out for. Don't be a victim of this. This episode, we are really going to talk about the good side. So that regardless if you're dating or in a relationship, you can identify the good and the positive aspects of your interaction so that you can feel confident in moving forward or building this relationship. So one of the most important things outside of intimacy and compatibility is treatment. The way a person treats you and the way you receive it, as well as the way that you treat them, is very, very key and pivotal when it comes to the longevity of a relationship. So I am going to talk about, again, positive signs or behaviors that indicate a healthy and promising relationship. So again, whether you're dating or in a relationship, these things you want to look out for and celebrate. So number one, shouldn't be any surprise that communication is on this list. Open and honest communication is a true green flag. It allows you to be able to honestly discuss issues, concerns, beliefs, and thoughts in a space in which you can be open and vulnerable without judgment. Communication is number one. It is key, is essential. If you are in a relationship and you can't openly communicate, meaning not it has nothing to do with the other person, but if you are not a communicator or, or if you feel that if you communicate, your partner or potential partner is not open to it, then there is a cause for concern. However, If you're in one of those relationships or courtships in which communication is free and flowing, then you're on the right track. The second one is respect, mutual respect for each other's boundaries is key. Respect for each other's opinions is key, as well as feelings. When we have mutual respect, that means that respect is equal on both sides. 
You value and respect their opinions and they do yours as well. Regardless if there is an agreement or not, you guys may have a disagreement about how um, children should be raised, but you can respect it enough to understand that there's a difference and move past it. Boundaries. Sometimes we don't know our boundaries until they're crossed. And it goes back to being able to communicate those boundaries, but also respect those boundaries. When you let your partner or potential partner know that you've crossed a line here, or that made me feel uncomfortable, and they appreciate that, they show you they appreciate that by respecting those boundaries. It calls for build a build up of mutual respect. And then of course feelings. Now, in relationships, your partner or potential partner may hurt your feelings unknowingly. But when they appreciate you, when they care about you, their intention is not to hurt, but when it does or when they do, they learn to respect your feelings. When they consider your feelings and how you may feel based upon their actions or their, the way they communicate, when that goes into their mind, they are really and truly genuinely wired to make the relationship or courtship work, relationship work or courtship advance. Again, that was respect, mutual respect for each other's boundaries, opinions, and feelings. Number three, which is so freaking important, trust. Trustworthiness is a trustworthiness, excuse me, and reliability are essential and healthy relationships. Once and if trust is broken, it can be restored. However, it takes additional skills. But if you're in a courtship or relationship in which trust has not been broken, this person has been solid and consistent. You can depend on them and they can depend on you. It's not a one-sided relationship where you're always giving and never receiving or receiving just a little bit or just enough to keep you around. That trust is pivotal. So many relationships have been built, strong bonds have been built and formed based off of trust. So trust is number three. Number four, shared values. It always helps in the area of compatibility when you have similar values, goals, and aspirations. That can foster a strong connection. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to like everything that they like. Maybe your partner is into sports and you're really not that sports type of person, right? Maybe they're driven as an entrepreneur and that's really not what you're on. That's fine. That's completely fine. The thing of the matter is this. When your values are the same and your goals are in alignment, it is a green flag because that means that you're on the same page. If you're dating and your end goal is for a relationship, 
and that partner's end goal or, or the person that you're dating is just to have fun, there's no alignment there. There's no shared values. <clears throat> And back to the entrepreneur, maybe you have an entrepreneurial spirit and your partner or potential partner does not. That's fine. But if your end goal is to be financially secure, then that's a shared value, a shared goal or aspiration. When you have these similar values, goals and aspirations, it can foster a strong connection. Number five, independence. Both partners maintain their individual identities and support each other's personal growth. Have you ever had a friend that basically changed their personality for someone else or or stopped their life, put everything on hold just for someone that they were either with or dating? You even hear about it in marriages where people get married and they feel like they've lost their identity in being a wife or a husband. When you have independence, you can maintain who you are at the core while also celebrating and supporting your partner's or potential partner's visions, dreams, and personal growth. Maybe your partner has decided to become a vegan. That doesn't mean that you need to. It may, need, it may mean that your, your food choices when you go to restaurants will be different or their food choices will be different. It may mean that when you, you cook, you may have to change and modify how you prepare their meals. But at the end of the day, you can support them. But if that's not your path, you can also stay independent and remain who you are. So that's number five. Number six, supportive. This is very, very key. And this is the one thing that I freaking love. Emotional support and encouragement during both good and challenging times. I don't think I have to go too much into it because I think you know what I mean. If you can't depend or rely on your partner when you're down, but they can rely on you, then that's an unbalanced situation. But being supportive, being that listening ear and receiving that as well is key. It shows a sense of concern, connectivity, commitment, and compassion. Number seven, is equality. A relationship is really built on, a good one is built on equality where decisions that impact both are made together. That doesn't mean that you guys both agree, but decisions are made together. And this is mainly for my couples. You're making decisions that may impact your partner. It is important for you to get their, their opinion, their views, their buy-in, and their thoughts. Equality. Number eight, compromise. Willingness to negotiate and find mutual satisfying solutions. 
there has to be some give and take. It, it's not always going to be the way you want it, the way you expected it to be. We have to understand that there's going to have to be a little tug and pull. There's nothing worse than uh, being in a relationship or a courtship with a person who's not flexible enough to make adjustments and concessions. Compromise. Fight and pick your battles. Picking your battles is key. <laughs> Picking your battles is key. Number nine, emotional intelligence. I love this one because it involves empathy, understanding, and awareness of how to handle certain conflicts. Remember how I just said, pick your battles? When you have emotional intelligence, you're able to look at the whole picture. You see the problem, you see the issue, but you are able to look at the whole picture and see how it may impact the relationship in the long run, how your words may impact the connection that you guys have, whether or not it will make things explosive during times of, of disappointment and confusion or heartache or anger. When you have emotional intelligence and when both people have emotional intelligence, you are able to navigate through the I would say the interesting landscape of human interaction. Yeah, there are going to be times in which there are bumps in the roads and there are disagreements and arguments. But having the emotional intelligence, you look at the bigger picture, pick your battles and decide how you're going to navigate through this particular situation. And number 10, this right here is, I wouldn't, I can't have a relationship without this. Fun and laughter. Enjoying each other's company and having fun together is so important. It's so key. Fun and laughter is a necessary agreement. I say that all the time. If, if we are not having fun and we can't laugh and even laugh at the issues of yesterday, then what are we doing? Fun and laughter involves enjoying each other's company together. Now, those are just 10. There's plenty more. But for respect of time, I'm obviously just going to do the 10 <laughs> that we have, that I have. But... Understand just it's important to note this just because you may be able to check off one or two of these things. If you have a whole lot of other issues, deep rooted issues in your relationship, like you, you, you can't really and truly hinge on the fact that, OK, I can check out that we have shared values and that be enough. If you have shared values, but there's no trust there, then what do you have? If, if you have shared values, but that person is not supportive, then what do you really have? So it's important to note that having one or two green flags is honestly enough to keep you around. 
but it's not enough to sustain a relationship, especially when you have red flags. In closing, I like to say that it is important to remember that every relationship is unique and it's important to assess these green flags to the context of your own values, your own needs, your own expectations. And with that, this is D, and I'm out. Bye. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. That concludes this episode of Dating Why Black. I want to thank everyone who has supported this podcast, who sent emails to info at datingwhileblackpodcast.com, <laughs> as well as those of you who visit the sites and attend the events that we have, both the paid ones as well as the free ones. If you have any episode ideas, we're open to them. Check out the website at datingwhileblackpodcast.com. Bye.